the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been... Four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon here today with Jesse Thomas. Hey, Jesse. Hey, how's it going? Good. And uh, Melanie Wells. Hey, Troy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm great. Awesome. So, uh, you know, we're all smiles and bubbles and... You know, sunshine today, and uh, why? It's a leap year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's it February is. 29th. It is, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it. these shows don't happen hardly ever. Yeah. I mean, you know, we get the opportunity once every four years, but how often is it that our show is aired on the 29th? Mm-hmm. On Saturday. I mean, yeah. It's a very You're special right. show. You're right. So, uh uh, welcome to our our leap show. <laughs> yeah, and that doesn't mean just because the market's down, anything crazy is going to happen. Just so you know. We'll try and keep it tame. That's right. All right. So uh, yeah, the the 800 pound gorilla in the room, the market mm-hmm. is down. So what does that mean? Uh, year to date, we're down, lost almost six percent. Um, you know, it's been a bit volatile of late. Uh, coronavirus is getting all the blame. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a trigger, to be honest with you. Um, if you look at what we've got over the last 12 months, still 10.5%. And what is our annual expectation for a financial market? It's about 10.5%, right? Mm-hmm. That's a long-term average uh, annualized number, especially when you look at the longer term, like a 10-year rolling average uh, annualized at about 10.6%. Strangely enough, today, 10.61%. How about that? (laughs) Over the last 12 months. Um, If you look just in the last few days, though, we've lost over 10, uh, over 10%. And, um, you know, the news truly is uh, this virus that came originally out of China and what are we going to do? And, um, you know, it's it's easy to say that the, the common flu uh, is more more detrimental to human life right. on an annual basis. But, um, you know, this is something a little bigger, something that we're not sure of, and we don't have any vaccines to try to keep it in check. So uh, people are getting a little bit, a little bit skittish. Right. Um, so do we think it's a lot of the uncertainty that's really kind of triggering some of this? Is just, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, if it's yeah. going to come here, when it's going to come here, how bad right. it's going to be if it comes here. Yeah, instead of talking about the one that's currently before us, why don't we talk about a little bit of history? I mean, um, 2016, I think it was in the fall, uh, we had Ebola come to the United States. Um, We had a doctor from the U.S. who had traveled to Africa, West Africa, where they were having all kinds of issues with Ebola. Um, Once that news started rolling for about a month and a half, we saw the market decline just as it's doing now mm-hmm. um and it the the very day that the, i think we had two patients maybe three with ebola in the u.s 
the doctor I'm talking about, a nurse that actually um, cared for him, and then, you know, maybe another person. But as soon as that nurse who had cared for him uh, got out of quarantine and everything was fine and nothing mm-hmm. happened beyond that, the market started going up immediately. Right. We had lost right at 10%, you okay. know, in, in, the, yeah. in the downturn during that period. So um, it, it's not uncommon for these things to happen. Um, the one thing that I'll say is it's not all Ebola. And I mean, it's not, it's not at all <laughs> Ebola this time, but it's not all coronavirus. And the reason that I say that is uh, I've, I've been ringing this bell for a while about mm-hmm. economic conditions, about, right. uh, you know, earnings conditions. Uh, last year, the market was up 31.5%, give or take a few basis points. Um, mm-hmm. And earnings were basically flat. We got like 1% earnings growth in 2019. Now, that might, you know, seem reasonable to some people, (laughs) not me. Uh, You have uh, what we call price to earnings or ratio expansion uh, during a period like that. And, you know, the the case could be made that the market's forward-looking. So we're toward the end of fourth quarter earnings Mm -hmm. uh, reporting. Uh, We've had like 473 of the S&P 500 stocks report earnings on the whole are up 0.61%. Not 61%, (laughs) 0.61%. Why in the world would we have had 31.5% last year with no growth during the year and no Mm -hmm. growth, you know, now in what we know was the fourth quarter? Um and and what's even stranger is technology was up 50.5%, the sector itself, in 2019. Um, earnings, until this point, were absolutely flat. First quarter, 2000, uh, fourth quarter, 2019, which we are wrapping up now, shows earnings growth of 6.18%. Hmm. In the tech sector, mm-hmm. is that justifiable to anybody <laughs> at this table? No. I mean, we wound up at the you know end of the year with a price-to-earnings ratio 28, 28 times earnings is what people were willing to pay. Right. So for a buck in in earnings, I'm going to give you 28. Right. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. that's expensive. Yeah. Here we go. Instead of the the flat one dollar, we got a, a buck six now. Woo! Right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, there's there's a lot of things to talk about. If you look at uh, over the past month, uh, some of the things that I've talked about on the air before and how I look at the economy and and, uh, kind of health measures in the economy. uh, One of them is that valuation. Um, I do it a little bit differently. It's not the price to earnings ratio, but earnings yield, which is basically the the inverse. It's Mm -hmm. earnings divided by price. And then I take uh, inflation out of that. Anytime it gets below two, meaning that, um, you know, you you take that earnings yield, uh, which right now is somewhere around four, uh, a little over four. Um, You take 2.3 to 2.5 percent away from that from for uh, uh, the Mm -hmm. uh, the inflation. And now we are below two. That's kind of a warning signal. So the valuation coming into 2020 in my book was uh, was pretty stretched. Um, while the the yield curve was looking a bit healthier, 
uh, from its ugliness at the end of um, August of last year, right. uh, it it uh, reverted so to that. Yeah. Yeah. So now the one month, two month, three month, six right. month treasuries are all yielding more than the ten year treasury. I mean, Which it's is, not the classic inversion, but that's but an it's inversion. Still an inversion, right? That's an inversion of the yield curve. So, you know, another one of those big warning signs. The only one, and it's been it's been the bellwether of this whole uh, <laughs> economic recovery for years now, has been employment, and uh, you know, we've seen very few, if any, signs of uh, slowdown in uh, the employment situation. So, um, you know, as as long as that sticks together. I've been saying mm-hmm. that um, economic conditions should be okay, uh, and, well, and that is still the if, case. Do we think that's still going to kind of hold us steady through this? And right. you know, are are we going to survive the coronavirus even if it you know doesn't <laughs> yeah. come here? Well, I mean, Corona has has its own set of uh, economic conditions that it creates uh, when you have people that aren't allowed to go to work. Right. Uh, in China or wherever it might be. I mean, Italy's getting pretty ugly at this point mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, it, it it keeps them... Uh, China has become the manufacturer of the world. Right. So, you know, if, if we all want to buy goods, they have to be on the shelf. So um, if if they don't get their, uh, their situation cleared up relatively soon, it could become... Uh, you know, a bigger economic story. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, is there anything to worry about? Absolutely. But there's almost always. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh, which thing currently are we going to worry about? Right. So, Melanie, I know you've had some calls. Melanie, mm-hmm. for those of you who might not know, is a uh, financial planner. That's her function. It's not necessarily her title, but she <laughs> is. Uh, she mm-hmm. she does financial planning for Hensler Financial. Jesse is a, a tax person, and most of her phone calls lately are probably hey can you get my taxes done right yeah. but, your favorite uh, person this time of year yeah it's the most wonderful time of the year oh yes uh, well i've heard it called i've heard others <laughs> anyway but mm-hmm. uh melanie you've you've no no doubt the phones rang a little bit yeah definitely when we see volatility like this and you know a couple down days especially in a row of course people get nervous and so i had a call this week Um, with a client and we get these calls and have these conversations occasionally, um, you know, saying that they want to sell everything and they don't want to lose anymore and they're just nervous about what's happening. Um, You know, so it's, I understand the fear when that happens that it's really hard to watch your money, you know, go down and to log in and you see your accounts are falling, you're down a couple hundred thousand dollars. And yes, that can be very scary. But in this particular situation, the client doesn't need the money. So, you know, it's easier said than done. And we manage it that way on purpose, right? We we talk about the 10-year rule all the time, and that's absolutely, um, you know, the situation for this particular client. Most of the money they need in the next few years, if they need any at all from their assets, is in fixed income. It's in bonds. All right, well, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll have you a dog of the week. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. 
Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.